Good morning, listeners. Welcome to Gender Outlets, and today I have here with me and Radishi Redwood, and I am Jashika Chippy. So for today, we'll be discussing both of your mama and blood blood. Women's body as an intersection of the sacred and profane. Um, throughout history, women bodies have been seen as both sacred and profane. Sacred in ways such as being like a child bearer, whereas because of the possibility and capability of bringing a life into the world, in which you know she would guide her offspring in the world, and her body is considered as being sacred to the fact that she has contributed a substance of her body and herself, not just her physical body, but also of her inner self, to let the life of a child so can take on a physical body. And now with profanity, there are like a few articles that linguistic degradation which speaks on gender roles and psychological perspective of 2015 where it speaks uh, spoke about women's body as being profane and how oh, they use sexual related terms which are aimed at women and that are viewed as an act of being an insult. This has been very evident in religion. For instance, the Bible refers to menstruation as unclean. It also states that after a woman has finished her menses, she should bring two white doves to the priest and he will sacrifice them on her behalf in order to atone for her sins. This is not only present in religions such as Christianity, but when the Christians wanted to convert the pagans to another religion, they referred to as the god Athena. Um, that's where the phrase son of a bitch came from because they referred to love. Not only is menstruation seen as unclean in the Bible, but it is also seen as a sin. Because the Bible also states that only after she had finished her menses and gave the two white birds to the priest, then she can enter into society. Because in the Bible, it speaks that when she gives the two white birds to the priest, he will use one as a sin offering, a sacrificial sin offering, and the other would be a burnt offering. So in this way, it will make an atonement for her her before the Lord or for the uncleanliness of her discharge. This information is so shocking to me because I always thought that women's bodies were viewed as sacred in the Bible. How so? Well, virgin women have always been seen as something sacred in many religions. And in Christianity, virginity has been viewed as an identifier of spirituality. So when a woman will go out and she will get married, she is going to enter into that committed relationship. Being a virgin in that relationship would be, she would be identified as someone sacred in society. She would have been upholding the religious doctrines and the rules because even in times past, if a woman were to join a marriage and she was not a virgin, then there would be consequences. She could be stoned, she could be humiliated because of it, even though the males had no consequences for the same action. So, um, so this is true as calling a goddess a virgin and that as they were seen as 
beyond the control of men. As such, women who express their sexuality become a problem and are seen as moving beyond male control and divine order. And in the act of expressing their sexuality, they seen as not only taboo but profane. Is this the reason why women with a lot of partners are also referred to as poor, Jezebel, Skettle, and Slut, while men are co- are if they are saying or thinking that a woman having sex is desecrating her body because the views of men as it is pointed out either be normal or major so when you have a man being sexually related with many females it is seen as a major thing but when you have a woman it is seen as her desecrating her body so it is very rare for you to hear a man being classed as a whore or a slut but women are always viewed as being promiscuous not only in jamaican society but across the globe so here again religion have also viewed women as being jezebel like for instance in the bible the woman jezebel was seen as a primary symbol of shameless womanhood because she taught the servants to practice sexual immorality so the term used to insult a woman based on what she does with her body has started basically from religion. It is true that women with multiple sex partners are seen as problematic in the religion. As the woman moves outside of not only male control, but also the divine order. In a study, a twenty study done by the encyclopedia, it talks about women going outside of the doctrines of the church and outside of male control. It says, due to society being run based on religious principles, doctrines and ideals, religion has the power to dictate what is pure, right, unjust and filthy, even though their perceptions or their opinions may be flawed. And Mary Douglas, a British anthropologist, she highlights that these ideas of purity and order are closely related to the body as it symbolizes society. So if the woman is going outside of the teachings and the doctrines of the religion, she is going outside of that divine order as stated by society. What does this have to do with today's well, it is important in today's discussion as a society's culture has significant impacts on what is considered offensive and its impact curse words. So factors such as like gender discrimination, where you have sexism used as a language, as an example of how it is an offensive reminder of, of the way culture sees women. In many cultures, the whole idea of sexism is based off of the idea that a woman, that women are inferior to men and function to oppress women in society. Did you notice that there are more sexual related terms for women and only a handful for men? It's true. For instance, if you told an American to go suck your mother, right, they would not know what that means or they wouldn't even be offended by it because in their society that's not something that is said often or is a part of their culture or tradition so the impacts of religion does have a lot to do with the mindset of individuals in the society yes yes um curse words such as broad cheek 
tall beach wore me French pop mixing. Trump and even Slot are all targeting women and they also have to do with women and their sexuality and bodies. So what a woman does with her body and how she even carries herself in society are reasons others use, especially men, to degrade women. True. These derogatory terms also exist in Jamaica with words like blood clot, Jezebel, fuck your mana, skittle, and many others. They are also very harmful to women and their self-esteem. And they are very sexist in their nature because even eating disorders, they are causes of what these women experience. Stuff like cyberbullying where persons might tweet negative stuff about them online or even say it to them in person. It does damage both self-esteem and the way they feel themselves. That is true, that is true. So I understand how they can be harmful, but how are they um, referred as being sexist? This is sexist as many curse words are a reflection of women's subordinate status to men. They have also been a way for men to put down women on social media. Like as what Radisha said, um, for instance, have been called bitch, have been called slut and words on, on social media for having like pictures with their shirts off and so on, while men aren't giving the same treatment. That is true. Um, so adding to what being ready she had said before, where, where she said that um when a man tries to when a woman turns on a man she's being called like bitch and dirty girl. In also in for instance in Jamaican society if you have a female like for instance walking on the road and you have a male and he calls her and say probably caught her and say nice lady and probably she ignores him. In the same instant right there, the man turns around and call her all the kind of like dirty girl, girl go suck your mother, all, them, all those kinds of stuff. So um, this does not only occur or happens only outside of society, but also in the workplace. Like in the workplace, you have women who are, who are said to be commanding our college because in the workplace, you have women are expected to be silent and not in command. And also, if a woman's attitude does not come off the way a man expects it, she is classed as a bitch. If she isn't, if, if she isn't, if she, if she isn't even said as a sweet person, she is also classed as a bitch. So basically, a woman does not have to do much to be classed as a female girl, firstly, because that's what English speakers view the word bitch as. Um, we've even, we've even seen in real life when a lady turns on a man in public they're called a whore or a girl and many other derogatory terms by men because of how the society is set up because it's a patriarchal society um men believe somehow that they should just get whatever they want and women are to be submissive to them in all aspects that is sort of a religious thing though because in the bible well, a lot of persons usually misinterpret that text um, in First Timothy, where it talks about wives being submissive to their husbands, and it sort of gives the idea that females are inferior to males. And so, because the society is patriarchal, whatever the male sex or whatever the male wants is what they should get, which 
is not correct. It's not a right way of thinking. Right. These are all society. So much so that once a female goes outside of society's normal idea of them, them being submissive, them being inferior to men, they're portrayed in a negative light. Women who are assertive and demand respect are somehow bitches. Women who are comfortable dressing in tight or somewhat revealing clothing are considered sluts. But if they cover up all the time, they're seen as boring or too reserved. The oppression that women face are from all angles, especially for their physique. However, women are seen as being sacred in different aspects of society and religion. In the religions of past era, the idea of virginity was not exactly related to an unbroken hymen, even in relation to the goddesses, but highlighting simply being out of male control, not being dominated by the male, not having that um, that patriarchal idea of society. So this is seen in Greek mythology, where Artemis and Athena are virgin goddesses. Not primarily because they had no sexual interactions, but because they were not subject to any male domination. When sin through sexual acts became the creed and the ruling of Christian stance, that's when the idea of virginity was changed and became the identifier of being spiritual or religious. So because of that, women who express their sexuality might become a problem or they're seen as moving beyond the male control and black order. So basically then the whole woman body as being seen as an intersection between sacred and profane is quite evident. It's quite evident. So the all the whole articles that have been discussed here, what have been said and highlighted by both Radishi and what have been highlighted by Peter Gay, therefore sums up the whole information that is needed to understand the whole um, aspect of why women bodies are being classed. Yes, that's true. Also, in terms of the sacredness, um, when, when persons talk about childbirth, child rearing, then the females are seen as sacred because the immense task and the responsibility that they have to grow the fetus, to nurture them in the body, to care for them and then to deliver them. Women are seen as important or a great, um, they have great strength because of this. So they're seen as sacred in that light. So, I think that the sacredness and the profanity of women's bodies are it's a combination of religious traditions, what has been passed out, the patriarchal society, and also the views, the opinions that persons have as being right or wrong. So if a male is in pursuit of a female and he rejects her, then she may be seen in a profane way, but if she accepts and they go into a marriage, a committed union and everything, then she will be seen as sacred. As what you said about the patriarchal society, so the sexist nature of many of the 
Christ words mentioned here in this discussion cannot be analyzed theologically without understanding its place in, in, in the English language. It would adult women are infantilized through the term girls or erased through male-based generics. Right? Curse words such as bitch and slut and all the, and all the others cannot be understood apart from its place in a society in which girls and women of all ages are members of a sex class that is subordinate to men. So this is the reason why even in our society, the Jamaican society, there are so many curse words that is related to men's bodies, such as blood clots, which is basically um which was basically a sanitary napkin or to go suck your mother because even that term go suck your mother is not you know disrespecting the person but you're also disrespecting that person's mother also and it is through these curse words that we continue to perpetuate a patriarchal narrative yes definitely and even in observation i don't know if you guys have experienced or seen it um, but because of the continued use of these curse words, it's somewhat um, normal or it's, it's getting more accepted, especially by females, if it's not in a negative sense. So if two females are talking, they might refer to each other as bitch, gay bitch, what's up, or she's my bitch, whatever, right? And it's it has been integrated into the society so much that once it's not in a negative tone or a negative light, then females may accept it, may, because not everyone does. Yes, that is so true, because, because it has been used so often, it has become like a norm. So it is like involving our everyday conversation. So most of the time, the use of the word does not even place a, a really negative impact on what and how it is being used. It depends on what to say on the tone. Probably in use, the use of the word in such a tone will give it a different uh, meaning to probably if I'm saying like AVH or something, you know. So um, everything that is identified here is sums up the whole aspect of being sacred and profane. Yes, definitely it does. Okay, so I want to thank you both Radishi and I want to thank you both Peter B for joining today for this discussion. It was, it was well intrigued. It was well intrigued. So thank you guys again for listening to uh, Gender Outlet.